shut up. I'm listening to Zdenex English Podcast. So hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Zdenek's English Podcast. My name is Zdenek and I'm your host and tonight my guest is none other than Lee from Enigmatic Learning. Hi Lee, how are you? Hi Zdenek, I'm good man, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm, it's, a, it's an honor to be honest. I've always wanted to have you on, so finally it's happening. <laughs> no man, it's pleasure's all mine honestly. I've been following your page and a few other English pages for a while. Um, so I'm really happy to be on yours. Yeah, cool. I've been following yours as well. So, I mean, this was this was always uh, meant to happen, obviously. So, um, are you all right today, Lee? Yeah, man, I'm good. It's pretty chilled Sunday on my side. Uh, I told you before, but I'm in France. So I mm -hmm. live in Paris. And um, yeah, man, just at a birthday party last night. So pretty chilled Sunday. I cannot complain. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. You said you're living in France. We have got uh, a listener listening to us right now who is from France, but you don't sound too French to me. You are from Northern Ireland, aren't you? Correct. Yes, from Northern Ireland. My French is pretty poor, man, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I came here with zero French and just trying to learn mm -hmm. as much as I can. But I think I've got like the restaurant and bar French like in my bag <laughs> or in my pocket. I think that's like the essential to start with. And yeah, I can start progressing from there. Absolutely, yeah, that's a great start for sure. Um, well, I have to say, I always love Northern Irish accent on my podcast, and uh, you are not the first person, the first person from Northern Ireland, Ireland here. You're not the first Northern Irish man. Because Is that right, who did you have before? Yeah, yeah, it was episode two hundred and seven. And the episode was called A Chat with Galaxy from Northern Ireland. Um, Galaxy is um, is a friend of mine on Steam. Mm -hmm. It's a Steam friend. Okay. <laughs> Steam like the gaming? Yeah. <laughs> because because I made uh, a board game a while back and he, he was one of my playtesters. And um, yeah, he's, he's, he uh, stuck around and then we got to talk and... I, I thought I might as well invite him onto the podcast because I really, I really like the accent. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Two o seven, right? Uh, two o seven. Yes, that's right. Two o seven, and that's what I understand as well from following you briefly. You created puzzles and board games before you taught English, right? Uh, well, um, yeah. So the thing is, um, when the pandemic started, well, I have. I have always kind of used board games in my classes as an English teacher. I think you mm -hmm. you must have used them too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because we we are like, uh, there's an expression in English, great mind think alike, yeah? That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But when the pandemic started and I left the UK, uh, I was thinking of what kind of niche I should get into because obviously mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a very competitive world. Um, exactly out there for English teachers on the internet, right? So 
I was like, well, I have to do one of my things, one of my passions, right? Let's let's try the games then. Let's let's try the board games. Um, so, yeah, you. This, this is probably how, how we met each other, right? Um, yeah, I think, I think I first started following that. Um, well, I think I first saw your page from Rob English with Rob. He ah. invited me on his podcast a few months ago. That was the first right. podcast appearance right. I made. Um, I believe you maybe did a podcast together, or maybe I'm getting things mixed up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we, we have been following each other on uh, on Instagram. So that was the first thing I I got into, and then I had to kind of. Uh, sort of uh, change my plans and i realized it's not so easy to do and so these days i'm more into football which you also happen to like yeah that's it man we have a lot of common loves here puzzles <laughs> football the english language i'm sure we'll have yeah. plenty to talk about yeah 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 football so what team what team do you support i support glen Torren, which is a football team from northern ireland and mm-hmm. um, very few people like know about them outside of northern ireland that's my team. You know, some people have maybe like an English team, a Spanish team. Yeah. But that's my team. You know, I've got, they have a French quote underneath their their crest, Les Jeux mm. Avant Tout. I've got ah. that tattooed on my arm. That means the game above all, referring to football as being the game above all of the games, you know, the best game yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, but I love- that's, that's my team, man. Glenn Torren. I love I love the quote, yeah. And thanks for translating it for me as well, because I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Some of my students are surprised when they see French on my arm. I oh, see. You have French. You must speak French fluently. I'm like no. <laughs> well, your pronunciation also sounded spot on. I, I'm not. I'm not even French. I, it just sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Who's the French person here? You said there's someone. Um, uh, I think it is Helen. Helen, maybe Helen can tell otherwise. Oh no, that's terrible pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> and Helen is very honest, so if she if she thinks it's terrible, she will tell you. Trust me. <laughs> that's it. Don't hold back, Helen. Les jeux avant tout. You can rate that. Yeah, nice one. Okay. Um so um Lee from Enigmatic Learning. Obviously, this is this is the main reason I invited you. I want to talk to you about uh, the, the videos you record and and the whole project because I, I think personally that is it's really cool it's very unique and original so um, what is it tell us what it is um, in a nutshell briefly it is a channel where I teach English through riddles it's an idea that came to me during the first lockdown mm-hmm. um, and the more I explored the idea the more I realized how much potential there is to teach English through riddles and puzzles. Yeah. And there's a comparison to be made that language, not English, but just any language is a puzzle itself. So approaching language, knowing that it's going to be puzzling, knowing that you'll have to work it out, right? You'll have to solve it. It's a yeah. good metaphor to have. And yeah, on my channel, I dissect, I break down riddles and teach the vocabulary that you use to make up, use to create riddles, and then you use riddles as like a starting point to teach other language from there. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is this is a brilliant idea. It's very, very playful, you know. So I've seen some of your videos, obviously. I follow you on Instagram. And sometimes it you really throw me off with all those riddles. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I'm, I almost feel like I should know this, but I don't. You know, I'm like, 
God damn it. But it's really cool because, as you said, it's a great opportunity to learn learn English as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say in one of your videos, like a lot of those riddles are based on uh, things like homophones, collocations. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. All those confusing parts of English. Words mm-hmm. that will sound the same but have different meanings. Or yeah. will be written the same but you pronounce them differently. And those yeah. small things can throw a learner off, make it confusing for them. Exactly. Plus, riddles in themselves are a form of literature. We think of them nowadays as something, you know, like in a Christmas cracker or something yeah. you'll see pop up on Facebook and you'll click a like. But you saw from my most recent video, there's a deep history of riddles yep. and within literature and a variety of different languages, possibly all languages. Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, Shakespeare there and Tolkien and um, ancient, ancient, um, what was it? Ancient, ancient literature and all exactly. that. Exactly, we've got ancient Greek, yep. ancient Sumerian, like the first writing system that was created. Mm-hmm. Um, there's riddles that date back to yep. be scribed on these writing blocks. And it makes you think, like, how long were we as a species telling riddles for? If as soon as we invented a writing technique, we wrote riddles down, we must have been telling them for, I don't know, so many years before that. They don't just suddenly arise and be like, okay, let's invent riddles, you know? <laughs> they must have, they must, have been, must have existed before that. Yeah. Well, I, I just like this. This is, this is so different from anything else you see on the internet, you know? And I feel like... Um, I feel like in a way my podcast is like that as well. And um, that's probably why it doesn't have that many views or listens and downloads because it's a bit like niche, you know, but those listeners that listen to the next English podcast, I know they're very loyal, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure they would actually find your stuff intriguing personally. So do, do check it out guys. Enigmatic learning. Yeah. Enigmatic learning. um, Lee has a YouTube channel and an Instagram page. Are you on Facebook too, Lee? Um, Not really. I have a Facebook, but YouTube and the Instagram are the main two. Okay. Nice. Yeah. For me, it's, um, it's, so if you watch a video, let's say an educational video about English, often they teach you present perfect and uh, Mm. maybe a 10, 10, vocabulary items or something like that but uh when you watch when we watch your videos it's it sort of like takes you on a journey of i don't know self-discovery or something and then you're like aha you have that moment of aha that's how it works then (laughs) Zenek, i need to make you my pr guy (laughs) describing my channel better than i can describe it No, it's it's kind of similar to to jokes, really, like to telling yeah. jokes, right? It has a lot a lot in common with that. Well, and... you know as well as I do, like one of the most difficult parts of our job is helping people memorize something. Like memory is such an important part of learning a language, memorizing yeah. vocabulary, grammar, structures, pronunciation. That's and right. Memory itself, like the deeper connection you have with something, the more you will remember it. Like if I tell you to remember some childhood memory i bet you it will be a memory that was full of a lot of emotions maybe you're scoring the last minute goal or falling off your bike and or breaking a bone for the first time yeah there's so much connection with that event so if i can try and create some sort of um way to help them memorize a phrasal verb or a confusing word or something i think riddles are a great way to do that especially with puzzles right you know like absolutely like they engage the mind yeah 
And it could be any kind of emotion. That's interesting as well. It could be a positive or negative emotion, you know? So it yeah. could be a joy or a heartbreak. It could be when you're embarrassed. I remember that uh, whenever someone corrected my English, often it was mm -hmm. an, in an embarrassing situation, a colleague of mine or someone like that, mm -hmm. yeah? And there were people watching. I was like, oh my God. But you know what? I ended up remembering that thing. I never yeah. made a mistake since, you know, so. <laughs> no, man, you're exactly right. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of a funny story of me in Spain where I made a terrible mistake in a bar asking for a drink. Mm. And I'll tell you the situation. So I'm not sure if you speak much Spanish. Um, my Spanish is okay now, like maybe a little bit low. But Uno cerveza, por favor. That, that's all I Exactly. <laughs> but I was going in. So I just wanted a small cerveza, right? I just wanted a yeah. small one. And they call that a canya. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, quiero caña, por favor. But okay. I, at that stage, was hanging about with a lot of, like, young Spanish guys, just being silly, the language yeah. of the street, right? The calle language of the street. Yeah. And for some reason, coño was stuck in my head. I, uh -huh. It's a bad word. It means, like, pussy. It's like a derogatory term. Oh, but no. <laughs> I walked into the bars then, and I was like, oh, quiero caño, por favor. <laughs> and the barmaid just looked at me like, What? <laughs> And then I was like, just take a small beer. And then my friend was like, Lee, do you know what you just said there? And I was like, yeah, like a little small beer. He's like, you should say Kanye, not Kanye. And I was like, oh, man. So I asked for, I asked, oh, it's a terrible mistake. But I tell you, after that, I never made the mistake again. Those of two course. words are locked down and will be locked down for the rest of my life when it comes to Spanish. Yeah, and I bet the barman has a, has a nice story to tell to his grandchildren too. You know, yeah, this Geary walked into the bar. This Irishman is like, "What's happening?" Yeah, that is that is a really cool story. I have to say, I think we do have a Spanish person listening to this as well. Paula, I believe, is Spanish, oh, but I could also be I, I could also be wrong. I know it's a Spanish name. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's that Paula that I think this is because there might be dip, all different Paulas. So, <laughs> yeah. I saw Helen commented saying, well, she was saying the name of the channel, which is brilliant. Yeah. And she was saying my French doesn't really sound that French, which is okay. I'm still learning, <laughs> but I appreciate the honesty, Helen. Helen is always like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's a, she's a very nice person though. Oh, it's the yeah. best way to be, you know, straight to the yeah. point, honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Because then you, you can trust people like that, actually. Exactly. And maybe yeah. the next time I'm on the podcast, Helen will say, oh, Lee, your French has improved <laughs> so much, you know, and I'll, I'll believe it. <laughs> exactly. And otherwise you wouldn't believe it because often people just want to be nice to you, right? Yeah. That's, that's like, um, this, those are some conventions of polite society, especially if you don't know the person that much, yeah? Yeah. I'm sure you can vouch for that for your time in England, like the British Absolutely. culture. I believe people yeah. are back, back home. Yeah. But I like it, you know, I like it because I feel more welcome when it's like that, you know, mm -hmm. rather than if people look at me um, with a bit of mistrust in their eyes or something. Yeah, you feel like you've got a target on your back or something. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, what, so what, what fascinates you about um, all these riddles and why, how did this idea come about even? It can be like a long story, a short story. It came about <laughs> last year during the pandemic. Um, whenever, was it last year or was it two years ago? I think two years ago now, yeah. It's, it's really weird how, how the time flies, yeah. yeah. So basically I was working for an academy in Spain and they wanted us to do some 
or create some videos, maybe some reading videos or exam prep videos for the kids to do at home. Mm-hmm. And people cover the traditional um, English style videos, like people were like reading novels and discussing the language in it. And I yep. thought, right, what can I do? That's pretty unique. So I thought I would use riddles and puzzles for like beginners right up to advanced. Yeah. And with beginners, it was simple things, you know, like compound nouns, like pony and tail equals ponytail. Boom, a kid has just learned a new word. And they're like, oh my goodness, I knew these two <laughs> words, but I didn't know this word was a word. You know, so yeah. small little puzzles I got for children. Mm-hmm. And then the more advanced learners was looking at the language in riddles, which is what I do in my channel. And then I thought, this has got a lot of potential in it, which I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what, why not just give it a go in the online sphere, see if I can create like a YouTube um, and Instagram and it's just grown from then I'm still learning obviously still trying to grow as a channel um, but that's basically the birth of the channel but yeah. my fascination with language has always been like I've always been fascinated by playing with language words that sound similar like I remember my time in school Zenic, where I would remember how funny like a word would be in an exam be like oh i remember this joke we made of the, this word sounding like something else but mm-hmm. i don't remember what we were talking about so i would remember yeah. the event but i wouldn't remember the subject yeah and the answer so i've just always been fascinated by how mm-hmm. flexible and fun language can be yeah i think you're right when you pointed out that this is it has to do with psychology and memory and all that and obviously uh, there are mnemonics right as well mnemonics are, that yeah. memory technique it's a memory a mnemonic is a mm-hmm. memory technique that helps you remember something right so mm-hmm. i think it's all it's all kind of intertwined and interconnected and yeah i yeah it's, it's it can be very visual as well right mm-hmm. i do it's just those small things you know playing with it like most recently with my young french learners i've been making them pretend to be a train to learn the days of the week so they're uh-huh. like choo choo and then they'd say like tuesday it's Tuesday's yep. so difficult to get that and Thursday mixed up. These are young learners yep. now. But now yep. they have association like, oh, I'm a train when it's Tuesday. They remember <laughs> that choo sound at the start of Tuesday. Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and do you, do you, do you sometimes find, I, I suppose, you, well, you're still learning French, yeah? So do mm. you sometimes find that there are certain words that you, no matter how many times you hear them, or no matter how many times you, you, you make a conscious effort to learn them, you still fail to, to, oh, to memorize and, to, and to, to, to use it when you need it. Yeah, so much, so much, especially with Spanish. Like my friends laugh at me because they know this, but it mm-hmm. took me maybe two years to get oi in my mind. Oi just is today, like oi, oi, whatever but i thought it was ahoy just because i don't know why it's like ahoy ahoy and it took me like two years to get rid of ahoy and start saying oi um, i think go ahead i think you were learning a different language and that was my language because ahoy means hello in my language no way ahoy Could be yeah. not only does it mean uh, hello it also means bye so it's quite universal in that way wow I was thinking of like a pirate or something like Lando. Yeah, that's, got that that's what it in means me. in, in, in English, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I get that. Imagine you get that as well, right? Or do you see it with some students, just some words? You just, yeah. just 
takes a longer I, time. Absolutely. I, I get it myself as well, obviously, and uh, stu my students too. So I, I always, I'm always trying to come up with something silly to, to help them remember it. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. necessarily come up with a riddle like you, but feel, uh, feel free to use them in class. I'd love to hear your feedback if they yeah. went down well, if the students were interested. I love using puzzles in class, you know, like those mm -hmm. Rebus puzzles. I'm sure you've seen me post those puzzles yeah. where you say what you see. And if you say what you see, you suddenly find an English phrase. The most simple one is once upon a time. There's once written and it's up and it's on time. And most my students know that phrase, but um, there's a variety of different other phrases from phrasal verbs like makeup to synonyms or yeah. um, words with prefixes like misunderstood. So I mm -hmm. often have them written on the board for my students to come in. So they're instantly engaged in class. Yeah. And it's a good way to teach prepositions because it's all like visual. Is it in, is it on, is it between, is it under, you know, and then teach the actual phrase and vocabulary from there. So I'd love yeah, it if you use maybe one of those and let me know how it went down. Sure. These are great, uh, great ideas for icebreakers, which are important or even warm up activities. Mm hmm. Because sometimes it's difficult to, to know how to start, yeah? So often teachers would start by, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this, <laughs> definitely, by how, how are you and how was your weekend and what did you do yesterday and all that, right? I, I do this, do this uh, more, of, more often than not. But um, this is, this is um, something different, yeah. And also I like, uh, as you said, that, that when you wear a shirt of your football team and there's a French phrase. So that's a brilliant, that's also a brilliant icebreaker. So you're, you're, you're the king of icebreakers, Lee. <laughs> I want to make a book sometime, you know, if I stay in the English game, like a little icebreaker yeah. book for teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? That, that, sound, that sounds really cool. Often this is also the hardest part and often it's the most important um, let's say stage, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, especially if they are brand new students, so you need to engage them from day one, right? You need to create that bond and yeah. relationship. And uh, I mean, often often it takes time, but uh, if you, if you that, there's an expression, if you get off on the right foot, is that correct? I'd say you get off on the right foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you get off on the right foot, then, you know, um, it's half, half job done. No, you're exactly right. And it just makes the job of teaching and the process of learning a lot easier. And Absolutely. you'd be surprised, like we focus so much on like our lesson plan, our content, the article we're going to teach the language from. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's surprising when the students learn the language, like there'll be parts that you don't plan to teach yeah. or plan for them to learn. Um, I saw it last year with one of my adult students. We're going over body parts and this is like quite a high level and they yeah. forgot shoulders they just forgot the word for shoulders it happens you forget like a simple piece of vocabulary and i saw them like in their head reenact like head shoulders knees and toes knees and toes like head <laughs> shoulders like, like shoulders and, like that's a song they were probably made like sing in like a, a younger class but that association they're like okay shoulders right now you can keep going yeah um, but they probably wouldn't have thought that whenever they were singing that as a kid, they'd be using it to help them in a B2, C1 level <laughs> class, you know? Yeah, that's right. You never know. 
I often find that uh, students best learn when there's some, some kind of an embarrassing situation. For example, they mispronounce a word and then uh, you tell them that it's, they are pronouncing it as a swear word, just a similar to your story. Oh, really. yeah. So it, it's very common in English, right? Uh, we have words like beach or uh, count, and these words, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I could I could go go on. <laughs> you know? I'm curious yeah. if any of the listeners now have ever made like a mistake like that in English, and I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Or like focus. There we go. Helen said like focus. Yes. Oh yeah, that's that's the one I always tell Helen. <laughs> yeah. Focus, no, 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 focus, focus, yeah, you know. Exa exactly. But that that's that's always a sort of a source of laughter and um you know it's 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 brilliant. I love I love these moments. I, I thrive too, when, when they happen. <laughs> me too, man, me too. And it's something that's integral to my personality and I want to keep it in the class is that ability to have fun with the language. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be super serious, you know? Absolutely. No, I think we we share this. We have this in, in common for sure. Um, I can I can give our listeners some more examples uh, of uh, riddles from your videos. Spoiler alert, if that's okay with you, Lee. Yeah, feel free. Um, feel free. So, in one of your videos, you said one night a king and a queen escaped from a burning castle. How many people are on a on the boat? Exactly. Yeah, I love this riddle. So they can all try and solve it. So one <laughs> night, right? One night, a king and a queen escape from a burning castle. They get on a boat and they sail away. How yeah. many people are on the boat? Uh-huh. Helen says this one is epic. She likes it. Okay. Does it does it mean you know the answer, Helen? I think Helen has seen the I think Helen has seen the video. That's why she isn't saying anything. I think so. Potentially, well, yeah. So basically, the question seems very simple. Eh? How many people are on the boat? It looks like they are just trying to, the, the, the author is just trying to make sure you were paying attention regarding the, uh, the, the number of people that escape, actually. Eh? Mm -hmm. So it seems like, oh, 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 I didn't pay attention. It was one. Uh, so it was a king and a queen, right? So it's two, right? Is it, is it though? Is it Is it two? It's Surely it's two, right? It's just a king and a queen happening one night, but it's yeah. not two. I wonder if Helen can tell us how many is it, Helen, or how many people are on the boat. Yeah, Helen, she's she she says this one was epic, so I assume she knows. Yeah, yeah, it's three. So why is it three, Lee? So the way the riddles told at the start, one night you suddenly think, oh, this event is happening in the nighttime. But yeah. we're talking about a medieval soldier, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. So it's yes. a list of three people, one knight, a king, and a queen. So three people. Helen is correct. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you learn from this as, as an English learner, not only do you, do you get uh, absolutely blown up, uh, not blown up, what's the... Blown away, no? Or... Blown away, yes. Uh, sorry. Not only do you get blown away by this joke uh, when they tell you what the answer is, but also you, you can also learn uh, a homophone from this. So a homophone is you have two words, yeah? They sound exactly the same, but they have a different uh, spelling. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and the same pronunciation. So knight, as you said, with K, mm -hmm. yeah? Is, is a um, soldier. Yeah, in a shiny armor. Yeah. And, and with a, with a with a sword 
and a shield potentially, shield, possibly, yeah. yeah. Potentially. And and then uh, night, obviously, day and night, yeah. Exactly. And then you can learn from there those KN words, which I believe are Germanic influence in the English language. Um, so words like night, knee, yeah. not, yeah. where we don't pronounce the K. Um, uh, yeah. I think we've all had experience either saying it as a learner or hearing it as a teacher. Someone mm -hmm. saying knee or kno, <laughs> like I can know the answer. It's like, no, yeah. don't need to pronounce the K. These words, I think, come from the Anglo-Saxon period. But, um, those are words of um, everyday use, like simple words, like skirt and uh, night and mm. uh, not. And as exactly. you said, uh, yeah, often the uh, K is silent. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's another one. One enters blind and comes out seeing. Um, what, what's the oh, way? I didn't write the whole thing. Uh, so what, what what's the question, Lee? <laughs> so this one, this is a cool riddle. I love this because it's the yeah. oldest ever recorded riddle. And uh, it was recorded on those cuneiform tablets I was telling you about before. The first ever writing system in any language. Mm -hmm. And the riddle goes, there is a house. One enters blind and comes out seeing. There is a house, so a building. Yep. One enters blind. Blind is when you are visually impaired. You cannot mm -hmm. see. Yeah. But you come out seeing. What is the house? What is the building? Yeah, I remember when you posted this one, and I had absolutely no clue. <laughs> I think I think I I didn't work it out. But the thing is, like, it's easy these days. Yeah, you just Google it. So <laughs> that's true. And that's yeah. the dichotomy or dilemma with riddles is they are difficult to solve for native speakers, non-native speakers. So. One thing I really want to emphasize to anyone trying to solve the riddles is don't feel disheartened if you don't get them correct. The yeah. learning happens after it. If you can understand it after, that's where the little victory lies. I, lo I love that. It's a double victory for you if you are a learner. You can learn some words as well, like blind mm -hmm. maybe or stuff like that. What is the answer to this riddle then, Lee? So Do we have any... Yeah. yeah. Any guesses, guys? So oh, there's a yeah. house, one enters blind, but comes out seeing. And I'll maybe tell you a little history of it, just while, maybe on. while people type in the answer. That... So like I said, oldest ever riddle dates back over 5,000 years ago to the ancient Sumerians, who were a very interesting um, group of people or civilization in modern-day Iraq, Narian Mesopotamia. And they had so many advancements in technology, politics, religion, writing, language. The language used by the Sumerians was a language isolate, so unlike any other language. Um, but what baffles me is that this riddle still makes sense today. Mm -hmm. This is 5,000 years old. It's it timeless. Sense. Timeless, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So the answer to that is a school, a school. Yeah, that really blows me away every time I hear, hear it. Because I go, whoa. Yeah, yeah because um, it's, it's a metaphor. So if you you enter blind, which means you're what, what they call tabula rasa, you're, you're um, a blank sheet of paper, yeah? So um, you don't know anything when you enter school. But uh, you come out seeing, meaning you learn stuff, and uh, yeah, 
that's that's the metaphor it's a, a blank sheet of paper good way of um yeah good way of forming it and i remember laughing with rob about this because he thought it was maybe a bar and we ah. laughed because <laughs> it would be the opposite right you go insane yes. but you come out blind exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially if you are me because i i don't drink that much so <laughs> but you're in the school man you're educating you're solving intellectual blindness teaching yeah. the english language exactly exactly yeah and also you seem to have a thing for oxymorons as well uh yeah. oxymorons can sometimes really blow my mind uh i remember you once complimented me on my idiomatic english thank you very much again and i i thanked you back then as well and uh, you said to me, uh, no, I said to you that, that I'm aware that my English isn't perfect and all that because I like to, uh, uh, sometimes I put myself down <laughs> like that. And, um, and then you responded to me by saying that uh, uh, perfect language is an oxymoron. And I was like, yeah, that's the kind of response I would expect from, from Lee from Enigmatic Learning <laughs> because you made me think, you know, you were like, okay. Okay, you know? and then I was like, "What does this actually mean?" And then, yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a kind of silly response from me, but it's yeah. it's true, you know. Like, you can't have a perfect level of language. I don't have a perfect level of English, and I'm a native speaker. I have yeah. still so much to learn. And one of my students told me the other day, "Is like, oh, my English isn't perfect." It's like, just take that sentence and kick it out the window. Like, don't ever <laughs> say that again. Like, don't even. Like it's nice to go and try and reach perfection, you know. Yeah. But the problem with that is you can't be perfect with a language. No. It's always evolving, no. always new words to learn. Yep. But yeah, perfect language language. It is oxymoronical. <laughs> yes. That's right. It's also a bit moronical. It's yeah, as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Moronical, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, it's okay to aim high as an English learner. I think it's okay to have, sure. uh, to have uh, you know, um, high aims. That's but but um, you have to be also a little bit realistic. And um, this, this will, if you, if you overdo it, it will hinder your progress and, and you will get anxious and all that, right? So mm -hmm. I think this is a great, great thing to say to your students for sure. That's it. That's it. And I think of it like an example of maybe my English channel. Like if I it's yeah. equated to the English language, if someone has a B1 level of English and they're like, I really want a C1, I need a C1 level of English. But they're <laughs> not happy until they get there. Then yeah. there's a whole lot of time of being unhappy. And then once you get there, like, mm -hmm. okay, now what? It's the same yeah. with me and my channel. Like if I'm thinking, oh, I want the 1 million views or <laughs> 10 million subscribers you know some some outlandish goal yeah um, for me anyway not that c1's outlandish just to prove a point exactly um, i won't be happy until i get there so just be happy with the progress happy with the progression yeah um, yeah and then and then you know one day you will wake up and realize that you are actually there and all that time that uh, some people spend uh being unhappy and um uh, self-critical and all that um you know um you will you will have had a good time exactly and you're gonna have a good time on zdenx podcast 
not a doubt <laughs> about that to see anyone hears uh fairly motivated they're enjoying language so it's good to see yeah thanks man it's it's uh it's the same with uh enigmatic learning and you know what I, it's a thought came, uh, came to my mind as i as i hear you speak don't aren't you afraid that one day you will you will become someone like gandalf or someone like that you, you know <laughs> what, what did you what did you call, call that guy that speaking of you living in France, there was there used to be a competition where there would was Fort Boyar or something Fort Boyar, right? Father Father Fura or something like that. There used to be like a very smart guy with a long beard, who would be at the top of a tower and um, he would give riddles to the. Do, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm I, describing? I don't know, but it sounds it's interesting. Like a, it's a famous it's a fo- famous competition. That that right. was on TV. Um, I think it was on an island. There was a fort on an island or something. Um, or was it in the middle of the sea or something? And then there would be this guy, Father Fura, I think he was called. He had a long beard, and and um, well, the competition. It was it was all different sort of tasks that often to do with agility and strength, but. Um, there was one task which was the riddle, and um, they would always send. Uh, it was it would be a, gr- a group of competitors, and they would always send the, the smartest one up up uh, on the t- on the tower to speak to the father Fura, and <laughs> he would speak in a slow, um, sort of wise voice. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, and <laughs> it's kind of uh, I think he's kind of an iconic figure. Yeah, so I, I, you might become that person one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this person, but I'll have to. Uh, I'll yeah. have to look them up. Well, you 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 look very young, so it will take you a lot a lot of time. Also, you have to grow a beard. Yeah, need to get the big white beard. <laughs> but yeah, maybe with time, be yeah. sh- shouting riddles from the mountain top. But I'm sure no one will listen. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're just being humble now. It's, it, it can't be. It can- I mean, if, if you, to be honest, I wouldn't expect anything else from, from a wise person because you can't be arrogant. A wise person cannot be arrogant, in my opinion. So, it is wise to be humble. Yeah, it's funny. Probably the most said thing to me. The most. Yeah, it doesn't sound right in English. The most said thing, <laughs> the thing that's been said the most to me uh, growing yeah. up was, "Lee, you're not wise." Um, that's something we say a lot like back home in Ireland, how oh, you're not wise or he's not wise. It's if someone's like being silly or something or being a little bit um, stupid, but it's not said in a derogatory way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, that's that's interesting, yeah, for sure. Well, you, you don't strike me as someone who is not wise. For sure, you, you, have a, you have a very measured measured voice and way of speaking, so... Um, like I said, I can't. I can't imagine you being Gandalf. Like, like right now, you're you're too young, yeah, for that. But um, one day, you know, just need to grow grow that beard as well. That's it. Grow the beard, increase the wisdom, get a staff, go searching for a <laughs> ring. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, you you do have that nice attitude. Uh, I'm none the wi- I'm none the wiser, right? So I think I think yeah. this is this is part of like being wise. Like you. You have to realize that you can never know it all, right? You, exactly. That's why I think like arrogance is is the biggest is the biggest killer of this. So once you become arrogant, you sort of think that you are the best, right? Mm-hmm. 
you know it all, but that's actually what kills kills you, in my opinion, because you you should always um, you should always uh, think that you can improve. Man, honestly, one of the most humbling things for me was just trying to learn another language in adulthood. I um, wasn't that passionate about languages growing up, um, yeah. which is a kind of regret now. I would love to have started earlier, but that's everyone's goal with everything, you know, like fitness, mm -hmm. reading, anything. Oh, I should have started earlier. Yeah. But learning a language in adulthood really humbled me and made me realize just how difficult it is speaking a second mm -hmm. language and it helped yeah. me progress as a teacher to try and think of how the students are, what they're going through, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And speaking about, speaking of this, you know, I think often people say like when you're an adult, it's much more difficult to learn a language. Like, uh, well, I think it's not that simple because when you are mm. young, right, of course, maybe you have more potential to learn and you have more time on your hands as well possibly your feet too <laughs> but but when you're an adult you know what you want right you are you yeah. can be way more motivated so i think it's not that simple as just to say that you cannot i think you might be even more likely to learn the language as an adult or more you might even have more potential just because of this thing you know because of the motivation no i think we could talk all day about that because that's an easy thing people say right it's like oh it's always difficult learning language as an adult or Children yeah. are like sponges, but yeah, my old academy boss told me children are like sponges, but what do you do once a sponge is filled with water? You squeeze it and 99% <laughs> of it falls out. Like kids are like sponges. Like they don't like, hold all that water after and they don't hold all that learning after because yeah. they got to keep learning as well. And you're right, like with an adult, they can dedicate more time to um, actively learn vocabulary or work on their pronunciation. Um, so I don't like, think it is like so much more difficult for an adult. No, no. And you can also get focused and you can sort of develop skills like how to learn, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, I mean, you just have to constantly think about it. Like the worst, sometimes what happens is that it becomes a routine. And I think that's, that's some, we should sometimes sort of, um, take a step back and think about the way we learn as well. Mm -hmm. That's it. And if every day is like a very difficult day of learning, you're going to have a negative relationship with learning. So maybe add a riddle in there someday, have a little bit of fun with it and get back yeah. to maybe the serious <laughs> stuff, the grammar the next day, conditionals yeah. after. But <laughs> I think we can be our own worst enemy sometimes as adults learning because one thing I would say that is true with young, younger people, children, is they can pick up an activity drop it go on to the next pick up an activity yeah. without much anxiety or doubt yeah. but as an adult it's just difficult learning a new yeah. activity it's difficult being bad at something not many exactly. people can get comfortable being no bad at something no. and if you can that's like a superpower if you get comfortable being yeah. uncomfortable Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's a cliche to stepping out of your comfort zone and all that, but it's true. Yeah. And Helen says it is difficult to learn a language as an adult because we stop to play. And that I think is true. Uh, but, uh, it doesn't describe me though. Because <laughs> nah, I never stop to play. <laughs> I'm with you there. I see you out in the woods with your football boots hung up on the tree. Um, I think you got a lot of play in you. I saw the video you put up a couple of weeks ago and um, you accidentally went live on Instagram. I thought that yeah, was... Oh. <laughs> hilarious 
I thought it was the best. I thought I would never record a better life, you know, <laughs> because I knew it was the authentic, it was the mistake thing, right? That made it so, so cool. Yeah, no, it's so funny seeing your reaction to, you obviously handled it very well, but it's just authentic and funny. Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. Thanks. I, I really enjoyed it. too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I have no idea how it could, how it could possibly happen. Like I have no clue. Like that was so weird. That's funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've hung oh. up your boots, you retired from football. Yeah, yeah. Well I'm not it's not it's more like I, I've had too many injuries and it's yeah. just my my age has, has caught up with me kind of. I mean I sound like an old person. It's it's more I the thing is like I, I don't feel like an old person. I'm mentally mm. I'm I'm very I'm very young, yeah. I maybe too young. <laughs> but um well body body the body says something different so just too many niggles too many yeah no, it's 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 more like i i, I don't like um sort of uh being a fringe fringe player and i, I mm. can't i can't play my best game right now with all these injuries yeah so yeah. i don't even blame the manager that you know i don't have that i didn't have that position that i used to have but it just is difficult for me to to take, and I think it's 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 the wise move. It's you know it's the right move. Yeah, yeah, it sounds smart. You should always replace it with something. Maybe like five mm. aside, seven aside, or even football yeah. golf. You ever played football <laughs> golf? We have a oh, few courses back in Northern Ireland. A few foot golf courses. Yeah, brilliant. I have seen it. I've seen it. Or, or football ping pong as well. That's also interesting. Oh, yeah, that's so difficult to football ping pong. <laughs> yeah. The table looks so weird, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> curved shape on it. That's difficult, honestly. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm more, I'm more likely to 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 play football, which is the the table football. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as you're yeah. keeping football in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Lee. Um, I've got I've, I um did my homework and I found 101 riddles that will stump you every time. But don't worry, we will give you the answers. This is the title of a blog post, I believe, from yeah. parade.com. And I'm just quoting it in case somebody decides to sue us or something. But I think it should be fine because you can't, this is not really, no one can really claim intellectual uh, property over this, right? It's oh, just riddles. riddles. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, stump me. I want to be stumped by these riddles. Yeah, well, uh, just to explain what I because I didn't know this myself. To be stumped, uh, to stump as as a verb, uh, as, as more meanings. One of them is uh, to be it's like to be baffled, to be confused, puzzled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the funny thing is, th this block this is divided into six different sections. Yeah, it sort of like goes from the easiest one to the hardest ones. I'll I'll read the the names of the sections because I I feel like it's kind of funny. Easy riddles. Yeah. Then you have riddles for kids, <laughs> and then funny riddles, math riddles, word riddles, word riddles, and really hard riddles. <laughs> I like how it starts with easy riddles, and it's even before riddles for kids. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was wondering, who is this for then? <laughs> if it's easy riddles, yeah, I don't know. But those okay. math riddles—they are some of the most difficult. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, are you ready for this? Yes. Like Helen said, I'm all ears. I'm ready. Nice, nice one. So I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not. 
so so to, to to prove that I'm not cheating or any or I didn't choose the hardest ones for you, I'm gonna um, let you choose. Uh, uh, you just need to give me a number from one to nineteen. So we are doing easy riddles first. Okay, we'll go for seventeen. My favorite number. Okay, uh, right. Um, uh, I have branches but no fruit, trunk or leaves. What am I? Bank. Oh, nice one. <laughs> no, that, that didn't take very long for you to answer. I so, am a riddler. <laughs> you are the riddler, and this is an easy riddle as well. So I wouldn't expect anything else from you. <laughs> All yeah, right. I've got, I've got to answer the easy ones quickly. I'll probably get exactly. stuck with the kid exactly. ones, you know? <laughs> exactly. This would be really embarrassing for someone like Lee, especially now that we are about to do the riddles for kids category. So let's see. Uh, 22. One second. Uh, shall, we, shall we explain maybe some of the vocabulary in that last Oh, one? yeah. I completely forgot. I got carried away. So I have branches, but no fruit, trunk, or leaves. What am I? So um, uh, obviously a bank, a bank, um, for example, I don't know. Um, for example, my bank in, in the UK is NatWest. NatWest, mm -hmm. yeah. Or Barclays is another bank. So yeah. this is the name of the brand, right, of the bank, of the business brand but mm -hmm. they have all different branches in different places like different areas in london the branch is like a different building kind of right exactly yeah it's just yeah. the same bank just in a different location different town yeah a bank doesn't have any fruit unless unless i guess uh, if you are a bank manager or someone who's trying to um maybe maybe um maybe is trying to convince you to to take out a loan or something they might have fruit on a plate just to sort of make you feel comfortable you know <laughs> yeah sweeten you up yeah and no trunk or leaves um because obviously obviously uh it looks like it's going to be a tree because a tree have branches and mm -hmm. and fruit and trunk and leaves right and quite fitting that this was the first riddle because to be stumped can be the verb but yeah. as stump as a noun Yep. is that bottom of a tree when a tree is cut that will exactly. be the stump exactly Quite fitting yeah uh okay and isn't there uh now i might be getting this wrong but isn't a stump also when you have uh, an artificial leg or something yes that's right oh, is it yeah. stamp is it stump or is it stamp i need to check no, that, that's a stump you're right um, okay yeah nice <laughs> You see, this is this is sometimes difficult about English as well. That you've got you've got a word that has a lot of different meanings, but at the same, it's difficult. But at the same time, it's brilliant for all these jokes and puns so, and all well, that. Th think yeah. of the language there. We just briefly covered in one riddle. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's do riddles for kids then. So twenty to thirty-four. Take I'll your pick. Twenty-one. Let's see if I can solve a riddle for a kid. All right. Uh, I I'm follow you. This one. Sorry, I'm nervous about this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't Don't... field riddles for kids, you know. <laughs> Don't worry. If I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually glad uh, you are not asking me because I would have definitely, I would definitely fail, fail at this. So, <laughs> so I follow you all the time and copy you every move, but you can't touch me or catch me. What am I? Shadow. Yeah, that's right. Well, the correct answer is your shadow, but I, your I, shadow. I'll give I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll I follow you 
all the time. I copy your every move, but you can't touch me or catch me, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm probably not the pers- the best person to to be explaining what a shadow is. is uh, what a shadow is. It's like um, it's it's a um, thing to do with weather. Like it's you get a shadow or oh, light actually. Right? It's so physics. Good. Oh my god, Lee, it's physics. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was meteorology, but it's also physics. So, <laughs> those for kids—they're getting into physics, the science yeah. of it all. I can't do physics. Yeah, um, I think I think every, all my listeners know what what shadow is. So, <laughs> I'm just it. gonna I'm just gonna do that thing that uh, um, the English tutors tell uh, the the tutor trainer uh, um, teacher trainers tell us not to do. Never assume that your students know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. No. Yeah. Do you um, understand that they nod their heads and they, and you are like, okay, cool. I'm not yeah. gonna. Exp- I'm not gonna um, uh, ask any concept checking questions. <laughs> no time for that because I probably don't know how to do it, or or I could get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if I was gonna use this riddle in a lesson, I'd yeah. probably expand on it to teach some phrases like to be in someone's shadow, you know, teach okay. some idioms from that. Yep. To yep. be in someone's shadow. Mm-hmm. How would you describe that? You can think of it maybe like a sibling or yeah, you yeah. like a sibling. Um, yeah. You know, all my life, all my professional football life, I've been in Ronaldo's shadow, for example. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it's like, no matter what I did, like I really played for, I played for some really good teams. Um, 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 Okay, arguably it was village football, but uh... <laughs> so yeah, been in, been in the shadow of Ronaldo, he's been lighting up the world with his uh... amazing abilities. But you've been in his shadow. Yeah, yeah, it's trying to light, light. It was a light, lighting my path as well, but um, yeah. yeah, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think all my listeners have been kept in the dark. As well, um, I've never told. I've never really told them about this. Yeah, I've now come out. Come um, out, to Ronaldo, and keeping in the dark. You were very sticking on this theme of shadows and dark and light. <laughs> I'm loving these puns. Yeah, this is this is what I do in the Insane Idiom Hour as well, which is an event I host on my Discord channel, which is now a very cheeky way of me to promote of promoting my <laughs> my, my uh, event. Um, every Friday, listeners, if you want, join the Discord server. Um, then you can be part of the insane idiom hour. I don't always get things right, but nice. perfect learning is an a perfect language is an oxymoron. So there you go. <laughs> we'll uh, make a t-shirt, put it on headbands, selling <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to tune in, man. I need to download Discord. I used it last year. No, you oh. should definitely join because you know what? I can we can make um like a sub channel for you there. In that in that Discord group because this is not a Discord group that kind like I'm the owner yeah technically mm. but it doesn't I I don't say that it belongs to me anymore because it's ours yeah and it's it's I let other English teachers uh, sort of promote themselves there as well mm-hmm. you know so so they can post their videos there and that's great yeah it sounds like you're it's, developing a nice like community and environment yeah. We are doing that, yeah. Not, yes. not, not just me, because it's, it's also people like Hel- Helen, for example, who is the mo- who is a uh, uh, moderator there, and uh, Irena, Monica, and others. Um, I always forget to mention some. So, 
I'm just uh, wondering from all the people that are uh, listening right now, I, I, I don't want to uh, put my foot in it and, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, no one is in no one's shadow in the Discord channel. They're all shining. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so mathema- mathematic rules now? Uh, I think riddles for kids, funny riddles now. So okay. that they should make up, make us laugh, Lee. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Building it, I'm building it up a lot now. So it's definitely not going to make us laugh, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, Th- thirty-five to uh, fifty-seven. Ooh, we'll go for fifty-six. Okay, what has a bottom? At the top. Is that it? What has a bottom at the top? Yeah. Oh, to I am stumped. What has a bottom <laughs> at the top? To be honest, looking at this riddle, I, I don't think I would get it myself. I don't think so. What has a bottom at the top? I'm stumped. What has a bottom has a... at the top? And it's a math riddle. No, it's a funny riddle. Funny riddle. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be funny, but I'm not laughing yet. And I wonder if it's because I didn't get this riddle or I don't I'm, I don't find it funny. <laughs> we need to know the answer first, right, to see. Yeah, funny. yeah. So uh, okay, maybe maybe I can try to sort of give you a clue. So it it should be um, a certain part of your body or parts in plural. So it's a it's a it's an organ that we 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 have two of. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a bottom at the top yeah and you will have to explain this one to me because i'm sure you is you it will... your heart no 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 sure it's 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 in plural so yeah it's um a bottom you... at the top i don't know I'll have we'll to... have to figure this one out together you, apparently your legs okay has a bottom at the yeah, top like the top of your legs there's a bottom it makes sense. Oh, uh, the belly button, right? Or what? What no, do they no, mean? No, no, no. Just, just like the top of your legs, like the top of your legs. There's a bottom, like your derriere, your ass, your behind, your bottom. Oh, god damn it! Of course, your your arse, <laughs> as we say in Ireland, your arse. Yeah, your arse. Your arse. <laughs> your arse. <laughs> so at the top yeah. of your legs is a bottom. That was god. an unfunny riddle, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. False it- advertising. Exactly. That's what I was afraid of. You know, I, I knew this. <laughs> I knew this would happen, and also I failed to understand it myself. So, well done, Zdenek. <laughs> the yeah. derriere, Helen has complimented me on my French. The derriere. Oh, right, right. But we would say that in English as well, right? Derriere, like, just means ass, ours. But it's a know. French word. I don't, I've never, I've never heard it, so I don't know. All right. So, sh- shall we do math riddles then? Let's do math riddles. I'm not sure if you can count on me or not. Oh, what a terrible! I am sure. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure you can put two and two together. <laughs> oh man, I love like dad jokes and puns. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm a sucker for these. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you you will be able to deal with riddles like these, twenty four seven. All right, I'm tapping out. I've got no more. If I if I were in this position, Lee, uh, you would count like my. I'm not sure this is gonna work. You would count my last days. Is is that funny? No. Oh, no, it's, uh, it make, yeah, 
Well, makes sense, but it's not the sense. best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier than the funny riddle. Yeah, it's actually kind of tough, listeners, to to come up with something on this on the spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's a um, fun part of a language. I... Exactly. Yeah, and it's the same with learning the language. You just sometimes you need to fail, you know, to to progress. That's it. That's it. You can I, just. I, yeah, actually, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, all the time. That's it. All right. So let's do math riddles then. So num uh, numbers 50, 58 to 69. <laughs> we'll go for 63. 63. All right. So three doctors said that Bill was their brother. Bill says he has no brothers. How many brothers does Bill actually have? Bill has zero brothers. All three doctors are his sisters. Oh, wow. That didn't take you very long. No. Oh, it's, wow. it's somewhat similar. There's another one. There's many riddles like this, but yeah. there's a riddle very similar where, oh, let's see if I can remember it. Uh, father and son end up in a car accident. Yeah. Fa the father dies, but the son goes to surgery. And the doctor says, I cannot operate on him. He is my son. How is this possible? It's because the doctor is the yeah. mother. But people automatically uh, think like they associate doctors <laughs> with men and nurses with females. Right. That's right. association in itself. We could talk about it at a future date. But yes, there's three sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like it looks like you're you're really good at maths. So how was how was your maths at school? Oh, I was, actually was good at maths, better at maths than I was at English in school. Mm -hmm. Yep. There it, kind of funny. there it is. There it is. That's why you are so... Yeah. Well, it's a funny world. Yeah. All right. So now we have word uh, word riddles. Word it's riddles. a bit of a tongue twister. Word riddles. Word, word riddles. Tongue yeah. twisters are fun as well. I threw some in my Telegram channel, maybe mm -hmm. once a week, once every two weeks, and have... The enigmatic followers like send voice messages trying the tongue twisters to work on their pronunciation. Again, just another fun way of trying to improve their Absolutely. English. Absolutely. The fun part uh, comes from the fact that you often fail to to pronounce the tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> it makes everybody around you laugh. That's it. No matter how good you are at a language, I think tongue twisters will always get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll always be in in the tongue twister's shadow. For sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we have 72, not 72, but Only seven... 72, just one. No, 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 no. <laughs> 70 to 85. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one answer. Let's go for 72. 72. I'm sure you have got some, some sort of a way of choosing the number as well. I, I, I can see there is some kind of a pattern in it. I don't know what the pattern is, but I'm sure I will figure it out one day. <laughs> Some subconscious pattern. I don't, yeah. I'm not aware of it. <laughs> All right. Okay, let, let's do this then. A word I know, six letters it contains, remove one letter and 12 remains. What is it? A word I know, six letters it contains, remove one letter and 12 remains. What is it? I want to say dozen. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I think uh, so far, like you've been brilliant. Apart from that one that I didn't know myself. 
<laughs> hit the bottom. But I've got a little bit of doubt with this riddle because yeah. a word I know, six letters it contains. Yeah. What are the original six letters? Dozens? The S, like plural? Dozens? Dozens. Yeah, because... it's, it says dozens in the answer, yeah. Okay, and then remove one letter, 12 remains, so dozen. Yeah. It's another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 12. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, um, it it's blew a bit... my students' mind this yeah. year, last year, for the last couple of years, whenever I taught my teenage students Fortnite and the fact that Fortnite also means two weeks or 14 nights. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, it doesn't. It's a game. <laughs> I was like, no, it's actually a word. <laughs> I, got, I guarantee you that if you say Fortnite, that the vast majority of people know the game, but they don't know that, that, that word. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, which wouldn't have happened some, let's say, 10 years ago, or I don't know how long this has been um, a thing. But yeah. no, you're right. Maybe the last four years, three or four years. It's it's a it's a what's it what's it called battle 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 royale game right battle royale yeah to be honest yeah. I got addicted to it for about two or three months really I like, I, yeah I was like I gotta get off this mm -hmm. um, and I can see why yeah no it it's addictive to play the only reason I I didn't get addicted to it is because I gen I'm not generally into uh, 3D shooters yeah but I I could see what why the appeal is that like I could I can see why the appeal is there because it's just it's just a very very cool concept you know and I I did I did like the squid game by the way so um ah what the game or the show the, the, the TV game? show yeah oh, the, the TV, TV show, the yeah. game is a bit uh, uh, you know uh, but uh, the, the TV show is it's kind of based on this bat battle royale concept yeah so you have got You've got a piece of land. I don't know if it's an island or something, and then it gets smaller and smaller. Right? That's how Fortnite works, mm. and and uh, people kill each other, and uh, then there is just one last standing, right? That's it. Yeah, That's I watched that as well. It's uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, I yep. don't usually like. How would I say? Like I don't usually watch the things that everyone else is watching at the same time. Yeah, like, you don't jump. It. You don't jump on the bandwagon. That's it. I was thinking of it. Bandwagon, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Zdenek. My language isn't perfect. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Lee. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Oxy? <laughs> yeah. Morons. Moron's a funny one. If people don't know moron, I would just say that. Like maybe There's a funny because there's an... Ulster Scots word for moron, Egypt. Have you ever heard of Egypt? Yeah, I have. Before? Yeah. Maybe By the way, Ulster—it's like Ireland. It's another word for Ireland, right? Ulster. Ulster is a province in Ireland. So. Oh, okay. It's made up of different parts of the whole island of Ireland. Yeah. Um, and Ulster is like a region that's mainly in Northern Ireland. There are some parts of Northern Ireland that are not in Ulster. Right. Maybe right. that's the other way about it. There's some parts of Ulster that aren't in Northern Ireland. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have heard Egypt. Yeah, Egypt. I love it. Egypt. I got called that many times as well growing up. It's like, <laughs> Lee, you're not wise. Lee, you're an Egypt. Don't worry, Lee. You are a good crack. Crack. A good crack. <laughs> you are a good crack. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good crack as well. They are all those that were calling you that. They are all morons. They are. Yeah. They're not Egypts. They're morons because Egypts like. 
it's not as harsh, you know, it's said with love, it's said in a friendly way, but more yeah. on, that's not really said in a friendly way, right? And, and Lee, you are an English teacher, right? I am indeed. So, so an English teacher moron is is really an oxymoron. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> yeah. you know, like it doesn't. Yeah, it is. It doesn't really exist. Because no. <laughs> we are brilliant, obviously. English teachers. Mm. We are we are class, man. We are smart. Yeah. S M R T smart. They're not just smart. We are just cool, right? Very cool. <laughs> cool as uh, cucumbers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, the part of our job is to be cool, calm, and collected as well, and teach trinomial phrases to our students from time to time, right? Trinomial? That's a new word for me. Yeah. So What's you that? have like bi binomials, right? It's like uh, speak and span or little by little, ah. those little phrases and uh, that have and or um, in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. And they are also trinomials, which are. Three, Even cooler, like cool, cool, calm, and collected, or live, love, uh, laugh. Is that a yeah. normal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, left, right, and center. Mm. And there's there's one. What is it? Uh, dark. There's one. You you. I can't. I can't remember. Dark, handsome, and what's the what's the third? Uh, thing? Yeah, tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, uh, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Try normals. Thanks, man. Thanks for teaching me like those two new phrases. Didn't know like the global term for those. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, probably. Nice. Yeah, all cool. So, um, where were we? So we we're doing we've we've dealt with word riddles, right? So now yeah. the last category here is really hard riddles. Okay. So it's. It's from it ranges from eighty six to one hundred and one. Let's go for ninety-nine. All right. Um <laughs> this is interesting. With pointed fangs, I sit and wait. With piercing force, I crunch our fate. Grabbing victims, proclaiming might, physically joining with a single bite. What am I? <laughs> Oh, that's poetic. I love that. I want to say a bat. A bat? Mm. Mm. Why, would, why, would you, why would you think it's a bat? Because a bat has fangs. Yeah, does it? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not? Maybe a spider? Um, no. Um, it's actually not an animal at all. It's, it's um, Okay, so it's an object you would find in an office. So with pointed fangs, I sit and wait. With piercing force, I crunch our fate. Grabbing victims, proclaiming might, physically joining with a single bite. Hmm. Physically joining? Oh, I was thinking that's hole the key. puncher. I was thinking that's the hole key. puncher, but no change. Yeah, no, that's actually the key phrase. Physically joining is the key phrase, but hole puncher doesn't really join anything. It no, makes a hole. That's what, that's what I was saying. I was thinking hole puncher until I heard yeah, yeah, the final yeah. part. And then, of course, it is a stapler now. It is a stapler, yes. Ah, nice. I like it. I've got one here. So There we go. This might help some listeners who don't know what a stapler is. They I might also have a bat here. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, imagine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes it helps if you just play the sound, but I, I was really lucky that it was right in front of me here. <laughs> You've come prepared, man. You have come prepared. 
yeah, but that that was uh, what's what's the expression? A stroke of luck. Mm. Is that correct? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, because um, I, yeah, you chose that number. So <laughs> unless <laughs> unless someone thinks that we have prepared this beforehand, and it's all just a, a, you know, it's all a facade. Yeah, it's all a facade. Very nice word. It's another French word, facade. Yeah. A nice Helen. I've just typed in what Helen typed in because I wasn't sure what it was. So that's what a stapler is in French. I have no idea how to pronounce that. How, how is think, it? How Can you? you well, I, I, out of out of the two of us, you have to be the one who has to try to pronounce it. <sighs> Ooh, that's a difficult one. Uh, agrafus. Uh, agrafus. Mm, I don't know. It's a shot Sound, in the dark. Sounds like agro goose to me, but I don't know. <laughs> agrafus. Close, she says. Agrafus. Okay. Uh, well, and um, <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah. So I think you got most of them correctly. Like, um, yeah. So uh, well so done. I can, I can continue my little project of teaching Absol English riddles. Absolutely. Because I if think... I got all of these wrong, I think I yep. might have had to delete everything, you know? You have passed the test, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I have passed the test. <laughs> We'll do it next time with football. We'll have a oh. foosball competition against each other. <laughs> yeah. If you lose, no more teaching English through football. <laughs> exactly. Pressure. So, so well done. You've graduated. And uh, you can give yourself a pat on the back. Um, <laughs> I love this idiom. Give yeah, yourself a, a pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> which, which Helen, who we keep referring to today, she, she hates this idiom because oh, yeah. she thinks she thinks it, 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 it's very lonely. It's it's a lonely thing to have to do that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is lonely. I've never looked at it like that. Yeah, you got to be your number one fan, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Why do you think I always like my own videos <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm like switching accounts, linking them from different accounts. <laughs> Have they dis disabled the dislike button on YouTube? Yeah. The dislike button has been disabled now. Really? I, I think so. I don't know that. Could it be that the uh, um, ec um, channel owner can decide to do that? Across the board, man. Across the whole of YouTube. They really? either did it as a trial or it's been yeah. brought in. But if really? I use my personal account, I can still see dislikes. But if I use the like, business or the enigmatic learning account, yeah. it dislikes on any video is hidden. I, okay. I think if it's not there, if you can't see the dislike button, I think YouTube finally realized that there's no one ever going to dislike your videos. So, you know, it's pointless. I was a, I was a bit disheartened by that because I've never got a dislike on one of my videos. And... <laughs> People say that you know you're starting to grow an audience when you start getting dislikes. No, and that's true. I never true, got yeah. my first dislike. It's heartbreaking. Well, I I can help you with that if you want, but I I don't <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. It doesn't feel right. Uh, Helen just says no. The visual has just been disabled. You can't see how many dislikes a video has got. I see. Well, yeah, it's yeah. I I've, I have I've got like some dislikes but i think it's just one person who doesn't like me or something because i <laughs> i noticed that i got 
a few dislikes at the same time under different videos. So it was obvious that it was just one person. So, so yeah, I'm going through it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Probably a student I failed during an exam <laughs> or something. You know? <laughs> Helen says it's always her. Yeah. All right. Well, Lee, I think we will leave it there. This has been a long episode. Normally I don't do them so long, but uh, time flies when I talk to you. So that's a nice one. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. Nice one, mate. Um, yeah. So once again, check out Enigmatic Learning, everyone. Yeah. Lee is on Instagram, on YouTube, and um, it's definitely worth it. I have Thanks. got a personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Come on over, guys. Drop a comment. Let me know you came from Stenx podcast. And I'll have to get on the Discord just to have more conversations. Discourse with people, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Really appreciate it. I uh, really enjoyed our chat Any, tonight. Anytime, and I hope uh, I'll have you on the on the football thing as well. Hundred so, percent. Sometime soon. Yeah. Nice one. Nice one. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, whether you're listening live or not live. Thank you, Lee, for um, being here. And yeah, bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zdenex English Podcast. If you are Zdenex English Podcast patron, I've got some good news for you. A mini lesson review that focuses on the target language from this episode is arriving right after this. To become Zdenex English Podcast Patron, go to teachersdenek.com ZEP section and click Become Patron.